Day 9 of Totus Tuus' Novena to Blessed John Paul II. Beloved John Paul II, in his homily at your beatification, your dear friend and fellow bishop, Pope Benedict XVI, said, In his testament, the new blessed wrote, When, on the 16th of October 1978, the conclave of cardinals chose John Paul II, the primate of Poland, Cardinal Stefan Wyszynski, said to me, the task of the new Pope will be to lead the Church into the third millennium. And the Pope added, I would like once again to express my gratitude to the Holy Spirit for the great gift of the Second Vatican Council, to which, together with the whole Church, and especially with the whole Episcopate, I feel indebted. I am convinced that it will long be granted to the new generations to draw from the treasures that this Council of the 20th century has lavished upon us. As a bishop who took part in the Council from the first to the last day, I desire to entrust this great patrimony to all who are and will be called in the future to put it into practice. For my part, I thank the Eternal Shepherd who has enabled me to serve this very great cause in the course of all the years of my pontificate. And what is this cause? It is the same one that John Paul II presented during his first solemn mass in St. Peter's Square in the unforgettable words, Do not be afraid. Open, open wide the doors to Christ. What the newly elected Pope asked of everyone, he was himself the first to do. Society, culture, political and economic systems, he opened up to Christ, turning back with the strength of a titan, a strength which came to him from God, a tide which appeared irreversible. By his witness of faith, love and apostolic courage, Accompanied by great human charisma, this exemplary son of Poland helped believers throughout the world not to be afraid to be called Christian, to belong to the Church, to speak of the Gospel. In a word, he helped us not to fear the truth, because truth is the guarantee of liberty. To put it even more succinctly, he gave us the strength to believe in Christ. Because Christ is Redemptor Hominis, the Redeemer of Man. This was the theme of his first encyclical and the thread which runs through all the others. When Karol Wojtyła ascended to the throne of Peter, he brought with him a deep understanding of the difference between Marxism and Christianity, based on their respective visions of man. This was his message. 
Man is the way of the church, and Christ is the way of man. With this message, which is the great legacy of the Second Vatican Council, and of its helmsman, the servant of God, Pope Paul VI, John Paul II led the people of God across the threshold of the third millennium, which, thanks to Christ, he was able to call the threshold of hope. Throughout the long journey of preparation for the great jubilee, he directed Christianity once again to the future, the future of God, which transcends history while nonetheless directly affecting it. He rightly reclaimed for Christianity that impulse of hope which had in some sense faltered before Marxism and the ideology of progress. He restored to Christianity its true face as a religion of hope, to be lived in history in an Advent spirit, in a personal and communitarian existence directed to Christ, the fullness of humanity and the fulfilment of all our longings for justice and peace. Blessed are you, beloved Pope John Paul II, because you believed. Continue, we implore you, to sustain from heaven the faith of God's people. Beloved, blessed John Paul II, we thank you for all that you gave us and for all that we continue to receive through your intercession. We thank you for being a witness to the mercy of our Heavenly Father, for being a true friend and disciple of Jesus, who fully reveals man to man himself, and for being such an eloquent instrument of the Holy Spirit, having entrusted everything to Mary, the spouse of the Holy Spirit. Totus Tuus. With you we pray your act of entrustment to Mary. O Mother, today we wish to entrust to you the future that awaits us, and we ask you to be with us on our way. We are the men and women of an extraordinary time, exhilarating yet full of contradictions. Humanity now has instruments of unprecedented power. We can turn this world into a garden or reduce it to a pile of rubble. We have devised the astounding capacity to intervene in the very wellsprings of life 
man can use this power for good within the bounds of the moral law. Or he can succumb to the short-sighted pride of a science which accepts no limits, but tramples on the respect due to every human being. Today, as never before in the past, humanity stands at a crossroads. And once again, O Virgin Most Holy, salvation lies fully and uniquely in Jesus, your Son. Therefore, O Mother, like the Apostle John, we wish to take you into our home, that we may learn from you to become like your Son. Woman, Behold your son. Here we stand before you to entrust to your maternal care, ourselves, the church, the entire world. Plead for us with your beloved son that he may give us in abundance the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth which is the fountain of life. Receive the Spirit for us and with us, as happened in the first community gathered round you in Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost. May the Spirit open our hearts to justice and love, and guide people and nations to mutual understanding and a firm desire for peace. We entrust to you all people, beginning with the weakest, the babies yet unborn, and those born into poverty and suffering, the young in search of meaning, the unemployed, and those suffering hunger and disease. We entrust to you all troubled families, the elderly with no one to help them, and all who are alone and without hope. O Mother, you know the sufferings and hopes of the Church and the world. Come to the aid of your children in the daily trials which life brings to each one, and grant that, thanks to the efforts of all, the darkness will not prevail over the light. To you, dawn of salvation, we commit our journey through the new millennium, so that with you as guide, all people may know Christ, the light of the world and its only Saviour, who reigns with the Father and the Holy Spirit, for ever and ever. Amen.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.